Well, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. Okay, so first off, if y'all didn't know, it was Blue Ivy's birthday the other day. I don't know the exact date, but Blue Ivy's birthday was the other day. I believe she's seven years old. The issue is that there were some journalists who got on Twitter and was talking about this baby like she one of their friends or ex-friends or something because I was confused why two adults would feel like throwing shots at a child was okay but you know what the problem really is the problem really is is that people really do think when they on social media they only talking to the people that they know like they really do for forget i'm sure some of y'all do the same thing like you forget that people that you don't know who don't ride with you every day who don't know like you know the spirit and the nature of your context and your tone can also see you on social media you know daggone well you friends with a bunch of people on social media twitter instagram facebook snapchat the tiktoks wherever you at periscope if you're still doing that like wherever you are you know that there are a lot of people on your your social media feeds that you would never invite into your house you would never sit down to a meal with you would never invite to any celebrations of your life journey however you start telling them thoughts that are about people and and about things that should not be passed to people who do not get all of what you think and this is what happened with this vanity fair and I believe it was the times but don't quote me on that there were two journalists I don't think they came from the same uh magazine but they were on there and the tweets were really nasty it was just kind of like you know the first one started off by saying that you know blue ivy basically is ugly and that she got her you know her dad's face and that hopefully that wears off soon you know and then the other person gets on there and she's like oh yeah we all gotta act like she ain't ugly and then act like you know, probably what'll happen is that she's gonna get plastic surgery like the rest of these celebrity children, like Kylie Jenner, and then we all gotta pretend like we didn't know what her original face looked like. And I was just like, one, you know, if you sound bitter, ma'am, whoever you are, I'm not giving names. Y'all know most of the time I try not to give names to people who do raggedy things here. So I'm not going to give names. Y'all could go look because I'm paraphrasing these quotes because I don't even want to quote, quote these people. But she sound really bitter. She had a couple of more tweets about it. It was like three, I think. They were going back and forth with their communication, their conversation, and it was just ugly. And I was just like, why are you so upset that, you know, these celebrities have the ability to have this plastic surgery. Do I think it's okay? What difference do it make? They ain't my kids and it ain't my money. But I don't think that anybody is behaving as though Kylie Jenner doesn't have a 
restructured face. We all know it. We see it on the internet all the time. They put it up as much as possible on any of the, you know, blogs. So it's not like we don't know she did it. So to say this is just you sounding bitter and also co-signing that you think that this this baby is ugly and this is a little girl. Like, come on, y'all. And it's about to be her birthday. That's what she need. That's what her parents need on the internet is people calling a child ugly. Being a celebrity, oh my gosh, because not only do you have to give up some of your privacy, but you also have to give up the privacy of your children. And it's not fair, but it is what happens. I just think that I know that everybody ain't going to be nice. I know y'all listening like, why well, everybody got to be nice all the time? But sometimes, y'all... Y'all got to understand, y'all conversations got to go in the inbox, DMs, phones, text messages. It don't need to be out in the airways where everybody can read it, everybody can see it. Just go ahead. You can change. Even if you're on Facebook, you can decide who you want your messages to go to. It don't always have to be public. And so... I was just disgusted that people thought it was okay to try to get others to chime in on this baby's looks. The little girl been getting it since the beginning of time. Everybody wanted Beyonce to, to make her daughter hair look a different way. Everybody wanted Beyonce to make her daughter wear clothes a different way. And then when she started coming out stutting on people, everybody was like, mm, Beyonce doing too much. And it's just like, leave these people and they babies alone. At least leave these people's babies alone. Like, can they become, you know, their own selves before you start attacking them? Because that's a form of bullying that is like that low-key bullying and it really just say you don't like yourself too much because something about you is uh, so upset about you that you making yourself talk about people's babies like come on dog we got to do better than that in the 2020 oh my gosh <laughs> I went back to look at last year and see how we started last year off and guess what happened Last year, we were talking about R. Kelly and the whole surviving R. Kelly doc. And I know, I know you already know. I know you already know. It's, a, it's another season of surviving R. Kelly. It came on last week. Like, it came on, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday of last week. And I was just like, I started watching it because I was intrigued, of course, because I would already watched the first one. And if you really want to know my thoughts on that, it will be on the Patreon page today. So if you want to go over there and subscribe to the Patreon page, you can hear me talk all about this whole R. Kelly thing. But it was very interesting because... I wanted to know about the newest girl, Dominique, whose mama, whose mama went and got her from the hotel in the last dock. And so that was the main one that I wanted to know about. So I, she, and she on there, y'all. So if you want to hear my opinion about all of this, go head on over to the Patreon page after you done here and listen to that. But I just can't believe, like, they, whoever is doing this stuff is out to get my mans. And they not, they not going to stop till my man is done. Like, they're really not going to quit. I don't, I do not know who's producing this. I did not look into it. But shout out to you because of your consistency. I don't know if I'm really, you know, a witch hunt kind of person. But 
And I don't even know if this is a witch hunt thing. I don't know how what I would categorize this as. But I will tell you, it is very interesting that a whole year later, there's still so much information and people coming out telling their stories about uh, Mr. Kelly that is out of control, y'all. And I, you know, I, and I do kind of still feel bad for a person who has been able to get away with something for like 30 years and then just a hell storm get dropped on you and you gotta start paying for everything. Cause from what I understand, he's still in, in jail right now. Like he's awaiting trial cause he ain't got no money. That's what I believe that may not be true. Again, don't quote me, but I'm just telling you that I think that that's what's going on. Even if it's not what's going on, like if he's not currently in jail, he was in jail twice. He got arrested, I know of. And even, you know, family has said that he ain't built for no jail. You know, this man been living with millions for a long time, traveling the world for a long time, having the admiration of many people for a long time and then have to go into jail for, um, I don't even know what the charges would actually be, but I, but I'm just, how are we back here again? They, I mean, they started on the same days. They did. I mean, they, they hit that lifetime thing. They did that. And I was like, whoa, child. R. Kelly, these people ain't stopping, bruh. You need to tell them two girls to go on home. Them last two girls that everybody know about. Uh, I can't think. Ezreal and Joy. They need You need to go ahead on send a message to them and tell them girls to go ahead on home back to their mamas because... This shit done hit the fan. Let's talk about some good stuff real quick. Number one, if you weren't if you weren't familiar with it, Just Mercy with Jamie Foxx and Michael B. Jordan is coming out this weekend, January 10th. And I'm excited to see it. If you guys are following me, you know that on the the YouTube channel, I did a group discussion about Queen and Slim. That will be happening again for Just Mercy. I got a group of people who's ready to have a conversation with y'all and get your opinions about things. So go ahead on and make sure you watch that soon because we will be watching and then we will be talking. And I think that this is going to be a good discussion again. I have a lot of people who are excited for this movie. This year we got, you know, a couple of black movies that are coming out that I am excited to see. Not only am I excited to see Just Mercy getting that's about to come up, but I'm also excited to see the um, movie Photograph that comes out next month for with um, Issa Rae. That's Issa Rae's movie. I'm excited to see it. I can't wait. It's going to be exciting to me. Also, you guys know that Bad Boys is coming out this month. Bad Boys, yes, the new one, Bad Boys for Life. So I'll be watching that too. I'll probably have a review on that on the Patreon, but I ain't doing a group discussion about Bad Boys for Life. So the photograph comes out. Then there's like... Um, Annabellum, that's a Janelle Monet movie. That's a horror movie. She ain't watching that. Also, The Organ Donor comes out in May. That has Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. That sounds scary. She probably ain't watching that. Now, I did watch a lot of the 
saw movies back in the day, but I think that I have decided that I can't be scared at the movie theater. I just, y'all, I'm going to have to one day tell y'all about my movie theater situation because I don't like being in the movie theater. So this scary stuff, nah, dog. I probably ain't going to see that either. Fast and the Furious 9 nine in the franchise is coming out in may as well i have never seen a fast and the furious movie sorry guys i know if y'all feeling a way about it sorry but i have never seen one but i saw hobbs and shaw and i think that's part of the fast and the furious franchise so yeah i saw that because my son was like well i'm trying to uh, go out on a movie date with me and I was like child you trying to take me to a movies I'm trying to have an experience with you so that's what he wanted to see and so I saw it but it wasn't for me I thought the movie was okay but that's the only one I've seen if that's considered part of the franchise then in June there is the cutest little I've seen the previews for this and it is just too cute it's a movie called Soul it's an animated movie with uh, stars Jamie Foxx and it's all about him being a musician and I'm just excited to see it. I take my grandson to the movies. He does very well there. And so I'm I'm excited to take him to this because we love music too. So I'm looking for that one. Guys, now this one is kind of serious. It's coming out in October. It's called Respect. Yes, it is. The Aretha Franklin biopic. That stars Jennifer Hudson. I'm excited to see it. Part of me does, and part of me is just like, I don't know if I want to see Jennifer Hudson be Aretha Franklin. I have my thoughts on that. We're going to talk about that one, I'm sure. So we'll talk about that when we get to it. And then there is a movie called Richard King, which is a biopic of Venus and Serena's dad. That's starring Will Smith. That comes out in November, right around Thanksgiving. It's a good time to put a movie out. And so I'm looking for that. And then in December is Coming to America too. That's right. Eddie Murphy is back in the game. And he brought a whole bunch of the original cast with him. Not that there's a whole bunch of people in the original cast because he played most of the <laughs> most of the cast. But it's supposed to be epic. And so I will be seeing that. That comes out right before Christmas next this year. And I'm excited to see that. Now, here's a, a, a something else. One, if you have not, you need to make sure that you are watching the episode of Blackish that comes out this week, which is about um, black hair care. It's Diane and Rainbow at the hair salon and they're talking about hair and I've seen the episode it's awesome it's a good take on it I think you guys should watch that if you haven't seen it you should go ahead because y'all know I'm telling you all this because I root for everybody black right the other thing that's coming out soon is Tyler Perry has a movie coming out on Netflix and that movie trailer is out as well I'm trying to think what that is called. Give me a moment because I know that I know what that is called. And I am interested in that one as well. I can't find it. Oh, no. Wait, you guys. I do know where it's at. 
It's a call to fall from grace. And so that comes out on the 17th, I believe, of this month. So I'll be watching that. I think I'm going to try to get some people to talk about it. We probably ain't going to do a video, but I might have um, some clips on the podcast somewhere because there's a whole thing about that. I'm actually just going to... Yeah, we might as well talk about that Tyler Perry right now. Let me start by saying this first. Tyler Perry and I have a love-hate relationship. He don't know it. I'm sure he ain't even concerned. I love Tyler Perry because I respect all that he has done. I respect somebody who has gone from the beginnings that he has gone from. And in my lifetime, I have been able to see the growth from his stage plays and what they look like to being able to go to the plays and them things costing a nice pretty penny to the movies that he has been able to do, the producing that he's been able to do, the other producing of other movies that he's been able to do, and even the acting in movies that he has been able to do. We don't even need to act like don't nobody respect the fact that he he has opened up this sound studios and he has his own um, production company now. And this, the, the studio is beautiful, I hear, and all of that. Okay. I respect all of that. That's my love part of Tyler Perry. Okay. I also respect the fact that Tyler Perry has given to a, a bunch of good causes, he has helped a lot of people. I respect that we don't even see his son. I mean, I, I don't know the last time I seen the baby. It's, it's his child. He don't got to share him with me. And I respect that. I respect the fact that he has, we have not known a lot about his personal life. I respect that because it ain't for everybody. Give us what you want. Don't, don't give us what you don't, you know. I respect all of those things. That's the love part of this love-hate relationship. But the... Maybe it's not hate. Maybe it's dislike. I, I said love-hate because that's what we normally say. But I have a love-dislike of Tyler Perry, okay? And my other side is, one, the whole Medea situation, I felt like we, we had gotten to a point where he was just, you know, taking my money. I don't feel like he was really trying with those movies. I felt like... Uh, I felt a little disrespected because I felt like there wasn't a lot of story. I felt like it was very juvenile. I felt like, I just felt like it was, I felt like it was like a con and, and that he did not, I feel like, I feel like he didn't try to respect the ride along people who were trying to grow as he was trying to grow. I understand that there's a lot, there's a people who like that level of entertainment, but I also felt like there was also a group of us who you are growing Tyler Perry. And so are we, and we are trying to grow too. And where are the projects that were geared towards me? you know, in my demographic of people. And I believe your demographic of people. I'm not saying some of them weren't entertaining, but I felt like towards the end, some of them were just crass. And for me, it was not enough. And I felt like I gave him my money and supported him with expectations. And let's, let me just say now that I'm speaking out loud that that's my fault. 
I should not have, if I saw two and I didn't really enjoy them, I should not have continued to go back. So I'm going to say that's why I changed it from hate to a, a dislike or uncomfortability level with him. But then there's this new thing. Okay, well, there's two things. Let's talk about them. Okay, the other thing is Tyler Perry does have this these sound studios, and I guess maybe these are go, go together. So the other day, Tyler Perry posted up this post on Instagram. That's where I saw it. It could have been on Twitter, too. I don't know, but I saw it on Instagram. Y'all know they all here and he's in the streets. And it was about him talking about all of the scripts that he had finished. It is what I counted were eight different projects, eight different shows that he had written. For me, I feel like, where are your other writers? Are you giving other black writers opportunity or is this just a lot of boasting about what you do? Because at some point, I need to see the reach back. Now I know that I have heard and I believe it has been confirmed that Wild and Out, Nick Cannon's show, films on one of his sound stages. And that's cool. But where, but where are you, Tyler Perry, in the reach back of black writers? And I don't believe that, that, he, that he doesn't have any. I just haven't seen them. And that's the thing. Because like we looked up some of his movies and it's written, directed, produced by Tyler Perry. And I respect that you could do that. But at some point, I would like to see... Well, produce, well, he'll have like seven or eight producers on a project, but the directing and the writing are all him. And I am now ready to see the, the, the pull, the pull up. I'm ready to see the reach back on some other people on your projects. Like why, why are there not other writers? Why are there not any, you know, other people? Because I understand you have created all of these things and I, and I respect you for creating them all, but the stories are kind of starting to run together and we jumped hard on Spike Lee when he did She Gotta Have It and we didn't feel like there was a lot of black uh, women who gave credit, who, who were giving their, their voice to the show and so there were a lot of things that we felt like he missed. We jumped hard on that and one of the reasons I believe that Spike Lee didn't get a third season and she got a habit is because it was just like, this ain't the, the black woman were just like, this ain't a black woman I know. Like, I, I can't identify with her. Not about the sexual stuff, because we know a lot of people who do as she does. It was more about all the other things, her, you know, and so... That I think that was part of why it didn't happen. I don't understand why we ain't jumping heavy on Tyler Perry because I don't understand how you a black man and you're writing a show called Sisters if you ain't got no black women around you writing on that show. I know you know black women. I ain't going to say you don't. I know your mama was black. I know that for a fact. But can we get some women on your writing team who are millennials, who we can identify with who we can see in this day and age I just don't know I am ready for more and a lot of people are I mean this has been a lot of stuff going on on the internet but shout out to you Tyler because you know 
I do still think that a person who is willing to put themselves out there as he has, who is willing to go head on and let the critics talk about him, which is something that I have been that I have been uh, realized in the last couple of weeks that that has been something that I've been allowing to hold me back from my greatness. So shine on brother. I, you know, sometimes people just got concerns and questions and that don't mean that anybody wants you to stop. I'm by no means on a hashtag cancel Tyler Perry or even on a hashtag boycott the shows. Watch them all. Watch everyone. If that's what you are into, please continue to watch it. I will still support him. I still am going to go watch um, Fall From Grace. I feel like he gave me too many clips. I almost feel like I watched the whole movie, but sometimes movies do that. So I'm still going to be on there, especially because it's on Netflix and I ain't got to go nowhere to see it. I'll definitely be in on it. But sir, just saying. Last but not least, Kevin Hart has a documentary on Netflix as well. It's called Don't F This Up. It's all about him. I know a lot of people thought it was about the car accident, but it's nothing about the car accident, actually. It's really just about the um, scandal that went down when he was supposed to do the Golden, host the Golden Globes, and then all his tweets came back up. And then it's about his um, the cheating and then the the what is it called blackmail extortion attempt by a supposed friend of his and all of that situation and then it's just a lot of stuff about his family and his him how he interacts with his friends and things like that but it's very very interesting if you haven't watched that either go ahead on over and check that out because you, it, I'm always amazed when people give you insight into what they look like outside of their actual job, even though this is still him working, you know, cause like it, it, I need, I always want to see what the inside works look like. I'm not concerned about what the stage look like so much, even though I'm only really interested in that and people who keep, get me fascinated or intrigued about what their day to day looks like. So this one was, was amazing too. You guys, there's so much for you to check out. If you haven't seen any of the things that are currently out, go watch those and then get ready for the new stuff. Cause it's on the way this year. This year is going to be amazing. I'm already calling it. We're going to have some good conversations. There is some memes coming through already. Guys, if y'all see memes that you want me to expound on, let me know. Go ahead and email those things to me at justsayingpodcast at gmail.com. And I will go ahead and check them out and I will try to go come through. And I told you, if you hit me up on some stuff, I will shout you out. If you want to be anonymous, you can let me know that in the email as well. But I'm so excited for what we got going on. I'm excited for what you got planned, the things that are going to come to you. I already just know we're just going to do some good, amazing things this year. And I can't even wait for some of this stuff. Like, I'm I'm already like, come on, come on, come on. Because I already know, like, the good stuff is coming. So, check me out on social media. Go to the YouTube page if you're not over there yet. Don't forget that you can... Uh, listen to the conversation about my co- my conversation about R. Kelly and the Surviving R. Kelly new uh, new se- series 
on Patreon and that information you have to get down in the show notes because I don't never remember how that really (laughs) what is really supposed to like how to get you there but it is in the show notes so go on down find it down there I promise you it's there click on the link and go over there and you can subscribe it's very cheap it doesn't cost a lot it's it I promise you it don't but you're gonna get the content if you over there so come on and show up anyway guys Thank you for listening. I'm Danny, and it's me, and I'm just saying. Well, look at this. You're here, and I'm pleased, because I really dig your company. Hey, guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast.